0: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Hey, lucky you you got CNR on FSR in for Dan Patrick. Thank you, Dan. Um, hello. Good day, happy holidays, What's good morning. Up? What's up, K
3: Talvatos Locos? What's live that? from the Mercedes-Benz Studios. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS. Yeah. I'm live in New Jersey, Rich. Just, are
2: you in Ben Franklin's bedroom? I'm looking at
3: you on Zoom. What where are you? Uh close. It's my mom's bedroom <laughs> who shops at the same furniture store as Ben Franklin did, I guess. So happy to be here. Union, New Jersey, my hometown. And by the way, Rich, did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? I even did. Even you.
2: I did. I knew
3: even this. Danny G., even Perfette, the Fox Sports Radio Nation. That's why, with your Discover card, you have access to 24 7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible. You won't be held responsible. <laughs> for unauthorized purchases, learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Happy holidays. And welcome to the well, let's say it let's say it properly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, welcome to the grassy knoll. Of the holiday season, everybody. The space
2: between Christmas between and New Year's. No one knows what day it is, what time I, it is. Are you where sure they that's are? the
3: term you want to
4: use? Grassy knoll. Grassy knoll. I Be mean, there's so little, many
2: terms. Yeah. The little in between. The little. Uh, the I g- don't.
4: I don't know if there's a city where you can use that term. The
2: uh, it's grassy called the, knoll.
3: You know what it is? It's the proper term. Is the ain't quite because it ain't quite. Christmas, it ain't quite New Year's. Yeah, it
2: ain't quite like it ain't quite your uh,
3: huevos. It ain't quite
4: your butt. It's like the you know uh, that, it's the of yeah, the holiday yeah. season. I, I'm yeah. associating grassy knoll with something very. With JFK different.
2: getting murdered. Yes, sixty years ago. Yes, yeah, you can, so that's it's the so only that other place <laughs> hey, I've heard
4: the term grassy knoll it's, used. It's not too soon, Perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I
3: mean, this documentary's well, it's on Hulu. It's the – you know, it's what Dave Matthews was singing about, the space
2: the between. The space between.
3: Right, right. Um, so we celebrate it every year. It's that weird, awkward time of the year where you just wear pajama pants, and like Rich said, no one's working. You don't know what day
2: it is. But we're here. We're here. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, we're having I'm fun. Here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Um, listen, I, I want to start by saying give Lamar the MVP. That's all – I don't, don't want to hear Ben anymore. As a Niners fan, Rich Davis here. I don't know, you know, if you're new to convene on Rich – I'm a big 49ers fan, aggravating loss on Christmas night. Not the way I wanted to wrap up my uh, my holiday. But later on, I'm going to make the, the pitch as to why, Cavino. Hey, Rich. I don't think we- it's a bad loss, and I think every team in a winning Super Bowl, World Series, NBA title type of season needs a little wake-up call. Okay.
3: 877-99 on Fox. Does every team... Need a wake-up call. Some of you may need a wake-up call right now. But when you say, you know, you had a bad time during the holiday, watching your team lose in that fashion, was it like,
2: Holiday! Yeah, I was like the sad singer and wedding
5: singer. Celebrate!
2: Oh, yeah. Celebrate. Holiday! (laughs) It was misery, dude. I'm sitting there. My kids are all excited. They're coming off their sugar high of all the cookies and snacks they ate. They're... Try to put together toys, and Dad, put this together. Do we have batteries for this? Do we have that. I'm like, I'm watching the Niners. Yeah, that was tough. I, I,
3: you know, that's how it works in sports. You think of your buddies who root for that team, and I got you feel
2: bad for them. Then I got mad at my wife. Oh, let's hear about that. Who cares about Brock Purdy's MVP? Hold Do you think there's there's uh Nick Cope was on the update? He's like, oh, he yelled at your wife. What's going on? Yeah, let's well, hear. Well, Nick, Nick, you're also a Niners fan, so this had to uh, bum you out quite a bit on Christmas night.
6: Yeah, it did. It's funny. So I was back up in the Sacramento area where I grew up, and the whole family is Niner fans. And I felt like the whole vibe of Christmas Day just kind of sunk a little bit. Everyone was doing great, and then around 6.30 Pacific time, everyone was just kind of, eh,
2: not into this. (laughs) I heard my wife say something to her dad on the phone. And I'm like, what are you telling your dad that for? She says to her dad, I I hear her dad, she's like sending pictures, FaceTiming with the kids, and then she goes, yeah, dad, it has put a little damper on the day. And I'm like, don't tell your father I'm ruining Christmas (laughs) because of the 49ers.
3: He probably could pick it up from the karaoke in the
2: background of Rich singing, holiday. But listen, we're going to get to a lot today. Filling in for Dan Patrick, Kevin Rich. I want to talk about why Cam Newton's the worst. I want to talk about why we should just give Lamar the MVP call it a day. And I also do want to talk about where sometimes you might need a wake up call. You might need a bad game here or there because sometimes, listen, you could say I'm a a 49ers fan trying to find some rationale, trying to find a reason. Well, but you don't could you say- don't think you don't think there is something to be said about. Maybe not wanting to go into the postseason looking unbeatable, like no one wants. The, no one wants that target on their back. Like yeah, they're you don't unbeatable. want
3: to be overly confident. You don't want to ever, ever in life and football, no matter what, believe your own hype. You know, you got to stay hungry, as D. Snyder and Twisted Sister said. That's why I'm a chubby vato loco today. But here on the Cavino and Rich Show, again, in for Dan Patrick, always a pleasure. Happy holidays. We love to explore all angles. Can't one say that you already experienced that, Rich, in your three-game skid? I'm just saying for conversation's sake. Or you think now's a good time to have maybe your worst game. I don't know about the timing here.
2: Well, <laughs> remember that Mount Airy Lodge commercial on the East Coast when we were kids? yes. What was the first line? Uh, hold on. Now is the it. perfect time. <laughs> I gave it away. You didn't even give me a chance. Now might be the perfect time to get that L out of the way because, no, you know, I, as... You know, again, I gave all the cliches to my friends. And if you were busting my chops on Christmas Day, beat it. I feel like I want all
3: of them. You said what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I listen.
2: Any anyone that was busting my chops at all on Christmas Day, I almost have the instinct to want to block. But I'm like, it's Christmas. I'm like, are you are you really are you annoying me on on the day of the birth of Jesus about my 49ers? Come on. But I, I ask you. Do you want to start? I I feel like I want to start with that angle. The whole idea of, hey, a loss could be all right. No one's perfect. I mean, we saw Tom Brady. I mean, besides the seventy-two Dolphins, who was that really that great a team, or was it just the time, dude? Tom Brady not make
3: mountains out of molehills. It was a loss. It was a bad loss, but yes, a great reason to make adjustments moving forward. If they end up seeing each other again.
2: And then you ask yourself, well, do you want to see him again? I don't want to see him again. But you look at Brock Purdy's four interceptions, right? I know this is a day or so old, but this is our first time back on, and this has been lingering in my my cabeza while I'm putting together uh, Super Mario bridges and toys and race cars and trying to find, you know, my batteries for my daughter's Furby. I'm, I'm doing everything.
3: Dude, you didn't buy batteries for the Furby? That's a bigger story to me than Brock Purdy not being MVP. How do you get Christmas ready without batteries? Why do parents always forget batteries? We had it
2: all. I just had a... Why doesn't Santa bring batteries ever? So, look at it this way. Three of his four interceptions, you could say, listen to this 49ers fan backpedal. Listen, I'm I'm trying to find reasons. Three of the four picks were deflections, batted down passes, balls that went off a receiver's hands up into the air. It was just, I mean, you could say, as uh-huh. Kyle Shanahan said, the uh-huh. first one was a terrible pass. Uh-huh. He he thought he had Debo on a slant. You know, he thought he saw another guy jump in the secondary. He did not. That was a terrible interception. The other three, listen, yeah, you're going to make bad decisions when you're, you're under pressure, and the Ravens were on his ass the whole game. But were they four picks? Like, man, Brock Purdy, what, okay. four bad reads? No, they, they were Here's the storyline
3: that everyone's sort of skipping. Not everybody. So let's explore it real quick. Did Brock Purdy have a bad game? Yeah. He made some bad decisions. Was it all on him? No. Rich just said three out of the four were tipped. But let's give credit to the Ravens for putting that pressure on him. It's not like he was playing a weak-ass team. They're a good team. Therefore, that's what happens sometimes. So... Let's give credit to the fact that he was playing a highly competitive team. Why do we give all the credit to Brock Purdy sucking? I thought he wasn't that good to begin with, according to everybody
2: else. Well, the Ravens defense did a hell of a job. Danny G, what was your observation from that game? Because I'm sure you were sitting with uh, your little baby, chilling on the couch, watching the game on Christmas night.
5: Yeah, it seemed like Purdy was pressing, the same way we've seen with Mahomes the past few games. And he said himself afterwards that he felt like he made some bad decisions. It was all decision-making, and he has to do better for his teammates. He was really – and we know. I was going to say he's, he was really humble afterwards. He's always been a humble guy. Uh, that's been part of the problem because if he had a little more swag and told his haters what was what, then it might be a different story right now.
2: Well, as Kyle Shanahan, uh, Shanahan said behind the scenes, in the locker room clubhouse, you know, with the team, he's the perfect combination – of humble and cocky. There is a little cocky side of Brock when he gets rolling. Yeah. But it's listen, like Covino. Yeah. Like, just, just like Covino. Um, <laughs> just like me, man. But, yeah. you know. Yankees
5: what? fan, but he's a nice guy.
2: Yeah. There you yeah, go. Very try. rare. Very rare, Danny.
5: Um, but it's a I rare ask breed, but. I,
2: I ask you, the Fox Sports Radio Nation, any sport, basketball, baseball, football, does every good team need a bad loss or a little bit of a skid? A hundred win baseball team still could go on a two week. Yo, know, we went two and eight. What's happening? What's going on, dude?
7: It, it happens. Rich. I think everybody,
2: you- not even in football.
3: Let me tell you, my uncle Joe once said to me, "This is the truth." I was crying like on the on the lawn. I think I think I was on the lawn in tears. Why?
7: Why? Right? Because a,
3: because a girl left me, and he was like, "Good man, it's good for you." And I was like, "What do you mean? I'm never gonna find another girl like her for the rest of my life." Oh. And he goes, "You needed it, man. It, it humbled you." And he said, "It made me a better person." I hated him for saying it. I didn't know why he was saying it. I didn't know what he meant. But I'm glad she left. James. what do you no, mean? Sometimes you're glad in life, <laughs> let alone football, you need that reality check. You need that smack in the face. You need to be humbled because you don't need to think that you're invincible, right? You have to know you're vulnerable. To protect yourself the right way moving forward. To learn a little something moving forward. And you know what? It does make it. Look, we work with people who I feel haven't been humbled in that way in a long time. We know people that are like, yo, man, you're sitting pretty, but life's going to humble you. You got humbled and you still got a few weeks left. You're all right, man. Everybody needs it, not
2: only in football, but in life. If you've never been dumped, if you've never been... You know, let go from a job. I think it's hard to trust you because I feel like, well, what have you gone through? Danny G, imagine you've never got fired or never got dumped. What, what perspective would you, you have? You think you're invincible. You're a jerk. And and that's, you don't want that vibe on your
3: team either. My only question, Rich, because I do back you up, and I don't want to, but I do. My only question here, and I have to say it on behalf of everybody listening, is the fact that maybe they already had that. I feel like you already had that. And that's why you improved your well, defense.
2: The, the three, the three losses in a row. Everyone would love to point out: no Trent Williams, no Debo Samuel. The team okay. was a little different in disarray. This was a full squad that just got their ass beat. Yeah, a couple injuries By a here good and there. Team,
3: but and they what got does that show the parody of the NFL more than ever before. I think. I think in a
4: league like the NFL, where you just get it's it's completely about matchups, right? It's mm-hmm. you, how how well do you match up against this team? How much, well does their defensive scheme? beat your offensive scheme. But i I think you're right is that every team has gone through these stretches and it's all depends on when they hit and if you pull out your feelings. Lions lost I mean, two or yeah, three, they lost you, around Thanksgiving. I was gonna say Perfect, you're yeah.
2: a Lions fan. Right now you you should be hoping Listen, this, I've this, got the division first time in thirty years. First, Are you kidding me? you got to be proud of that as a fan. That's but awesome. yeah, first, yeah first time since uh, you know, people had uh mullets, not ironically <laughs> When people actually have them, yeah. first time since, what was what 1993 was, was the last time on the division. Covino was, uh, still hadn't been dumped yet by that high school girlfriend. I wasn't humbled yet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he wasn't humbled yet. I was, you know what a jerk I was? I didn't know anything. I go, we were watching Save by the Bell first time around. Um, yeah. But right now for you yeah. as a Lions fan, you got to almost be like, listen, they won the division. If they're going to go through a tough time, let it be now, not in January.
4: Well, they already, like, rewind to Thanksgiving, right? They lose on Thanksgiving, and then, you know, they play an ugly game against the Saints, then lose in Chicago to the Bears. That was their, like, downtime. And then, you know, you get the kick in the ass, and you come out strong against the Denver Broncos on a Saturday, and you lay 40 on them. That's exactly what I'm talking about. All mm-hmm. these teams have these get-right games. You go through these stretches. I, I think the Chiefs are still going through that stretch. They are still not looking like the Chiefs we are accustomed
2: to. No, this is so. Is the, it's this all is about the weakest, whether you pull uh, out or not? And like,
4: think about the last couple of years where we've had what was it? The Steelers and the Vikings go on tremendous tears, but then they get into the playoffs and just utterly collapse because they well. don't get woken up.
3: You know what, Profet? The the Chiefs definitely aren't playing like the Chiefs, but other teams are just better and catching up and and surprising us. You know, we're, we're learning more about these teams as the weeks go on. And Rich, let's go to the phones. Do you think that these teams need to be humbled moving into the playoffs? Is this the right time? You know, Rich is saying, forget about the MVP. Who cares about the MVP? Let's worry about winning. Levar could have the. MVP on 87799 on Fox.
2: Again you know, as we fill in for Dan Patrick. Again, always an honor to fill in for Dan. For um, sure. I saw they Simpsoned Dan Patrick. Did you see that? No. A true honor. Dan, uh, Dan Patrick uh didn't that happen like a week ago or so? They Simpsoned him.
3: Which I thought was pretty cool. A lot of times things resurface on social media. So that could have happened ten years ago, Go! 20 years ago. Could have happened twenty up. years
5: ago. He's been, exactly. a, he's been a legend for a long
4: time. I think time. he's been talking about it on
5: the show, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you're, okay. you're, you're right, Rich. That is current.
2: Um so as we fill in for DP, I, I gotta ask the question, and we'll we'll take your foot calls next. Do you need a wake up call in sports and in life? Have you never been fired? Never and been in Vegas
3: dumped? uh at the hotel room.
2: Never been lost. Have you? You know, have, do you need a little wake-up call? Let's go to Mike in Virginia to kick things off. Mike, you're on with CNR. What's up, bud?
8: Hey, what's up, guys? I always listen to your show whenever you're on. You guys are awesome. Oh, thanks, I'll man. I'll be real quick. I'll be real quick. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, because Miami Dolphins. No, not this weekend, but the Leon Lett fumble. When uh, Leon Lett fumbled that ball, and the Miami Dolphins got another shot at a field goal, won, and then the Dallas Cowboys went on to win the Super Bowl. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, dude, I they remember do.
2: as a Niners fan, I don't want to use an example only for my team, but I know Nick Cope remembers. He was probably a young little boy because he's a strapping, handsome young dude that probably f- might forget this. The Niners won with Steve Young, 94-95 season. In that year, there was one game where George Seifert, I believe, took Mary uh, took uh, Young out of the game. They, they got whooped by the Eagles that season. And after that game, I don't think they lost the rest of the year. It happens. Every every good team takes an ass whooping. And when you don't, maybe you're the Patriots yeah, who, that wakes who the finally lose when it matters. That could be the,
3: like we said, we keep saying wake-up call, but that punch in the face that everybody needs sometimes.
2: And the, and the MVP, right? Who really cares? Again, I don't want to sound like a fan I know. that's rationalizing. Uh, yeah, Lamar Cam, Cam Newton. Cam Newton cares. Yeah, But you know what? Um, I did see a funny thing that uh, someone posted a meme and said, do you remember in the offseason when – Lamar was available for like anyone and all these teams like, yeah, no thanks. Looking back, teams should have cared.
3: Well, hold on. Yeah, for sure in retrospect, but we were also thinking about his health. No one ever, I don't think anyone ever denied the the abilities of there
4: were some people Jackson, who doubted here. how far he could throw the ball at times, I think that But it was, he was more getting talked like, as a running guy.
3: Does he, yeah how are his legs? Are his knees okay? Yeah, no yeah. any injury. It's I think it was more about injury prone Yeah, how's he's this, so young, but he was a, he's older. He's been in the league for so long.
2: For for a guy that's so young, yeah. Yeah. Now we'll take your feedback. Your phone calls at 87799 on Fox anything regarding MVP. Listen, give it to Lamar. Why not? I mean, I don't think anyone's ever been like, man, I really uh, take way more pride in my guy winning MVP than winning the Super Bowl. Like, Super Bowl, that's the goal for any fan. Like, it's nice when your individual players get accomplishments. You I get it. have to say that, though, Rich. I mean,
3: everybody, every player, every superstar, every team has had a bad game. The dude had a bad game. That doesn't mean, like,
2: he sucks all of a sudden. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if I told you, Kavino, Garrett Cole wins the Cy Young, but the Yankees don't even make the postseason. That stinks. Who I mean, cares? that's exactly yeah. what happened. Um, I mean, wouldn't you have preferred a little postseason run of and course. who cares about the individual player? Nobody cares. I don't even think the individual player cares. that. Unless one. he gets a nice little bonus. But hey, right. we'll uh, we'll take your feedback next. And uh, on all days, on all days, you know what today is, Kavino? Today
3: is a Wednesday that feels like a Monday.
2: It is Brock Purdy's 25th birthday. Ah! Happy birthday, Brock Purdy. Oh, I hope he gets his edible arrangement. Happy I birthday. St- I still got your back, Brock. I still got your back. 25 years old. Think about that. Imagine being 25 and every day having the world talk about you like that. There go his chances with Leo DiCaprio.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Smart. Yeah, he's done. Good one.
2: Yeah. Um, We have more CNR in for DP next. Now, listen, huge thank you to our friends. At Panini America, the official trading card and NFT partner of the Dan Patrick Show. Dive into the action with the hottest NFL and NBA trading cards as the season heats up. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it all. But that's not all. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports.
3: From Washington QB, Michael Penix Jr. to Nebraska volleyball sensation, Lexi Rodriguez, rising star, Arch Manning Panini is your gateway to the next generation of sports legends. I'm going to hook up Brock Purdy for his birthday right now.
2: Speaking of those NIL deals, did you see that thing? Speaking of Brock Arch Manning through the NIL making more than Brock Purdy in the NFL. (laughs) I
9: did see that, yeah. It's wild be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Well, what you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week... While we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
10: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards.
0: To get Miller Light delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Light.
2: Yo, what's going on, everybody?
3: We are live from Mercedes-Benz Studios, Cavino and Rich, Steve Cavino. In Union, New Jersey, Rich Davis and the rest of the Fox Sports Radio team on the west side, wishing you a happy (laughs) holidays. And I want to remind you, this is day one of the Dan Patrick hat trick. So we're going to be here on Thursday and Friday as well, filling in for the great Dan Patrick. The number is 877-99 on Fox Remember, the Mercedes Benz Holiday Love Celebration is here with incredible offers on exceptional vehicles you're bound to love, like the EQB C Class or the EQE SUV. Find an exclusive offer on a vehicle you'll adore now through January 2nd. Learn more at slash special offers. And
2: the hottest Ooh. rookies, Rich. And biggest superstars. All time greats, the only place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Shelf for instant classics, autograph cards memorabilia cards, rare inserts and more. Start or continue your collection right now at paniniamerica.net
3: Now, wrapping up with your phone calls before you get into midweek major the biggest headlines in sports and pop culture we do it on our show Monday through Friday 2 to 4 on the West every Wednesday. Are the stories midweek or major? We do it every Wednesday so Wednesday it feels like a Monday or Tuesday yeah. and of course Rich is going to break down the playoff pictures like Whose season is it anyway? No, it's, we don't it's, even know. It's a,
2: it's a puzzle that I love right? trying to put together, but there's there's so many games over the final two weeks that are going to determine how, more so than other seasons. There's so many teams that, yo, know, you win two in a row to end the season, you might make the playoffs where there's other teams that you thought were locks. I mean, there's teams that have won four in a row,
3: re- like the Buccaneers recently, and then there's teams that lost four in a row, like, Jaguars, yeah. Jeez, Luis, like it's it's week to week. It's anybody's season. We'll break it down. But but I want to make it clear, and I'm only making it clear because we're filling in for Dan Patrick. We're no sports babies. We're no sports babies. But we could appreciate greatness. We could appreciate watching greatness. We could appreciate watching greatness come to an end. And all these things trigger sports emotions once in a while. So wrapping it up with your phone calls. I made the parallel that watching someone get their encore round of applause at a at a play at a Broadway play that I saw yesterday. I saw Wicked, and it was wicked good. It was wicked awesome. Yeah, wicked. It, it was it was so good, dude, that I was like, I was there, like, I was so proud They're of them. Amazing. Yeah, I was so proud of them. I was just overcome with emotion, and I can only describe that or, or relate that to the feeling you get in sports or watching greatness in sports. So ones that come to mind, we'll wrap it up with your phone calls.
2: All right. Let's uh, go to Englewood and Chris. You're on with Cavino and Rich. What's up, man? Line four. There we go, Chris. No,
8: that's Daniel.
2: Let's go to Chris. There we go.
8: Hello. Am I on? Yeah. What's up, Hello? bud? Oh, Thanks for having me, guys. I got two quick ones for you. The first one, uh, you know, of course, Eli's classic throw to David Tyree in the Super Bowl. What really gets me is Peyton Manning's celebration at that moment. The brotherly love, that connection, especially against Tom Brady. That was just, it always gives me chills. And uh, the second one is uh, Bill Cowher. I'm a Cowboys fan. And uh, when they lost to us in like 96, I remember looking at him and his wife being so supportive and saying she's sorry and his daughter crying. And I thought, I hope he gets one one day. And then you fast forward about ten years later, and he wins with the Seahawks, and his wife is there, and his daughter's very supportive, and they're all happy together. It's just a beautiful moment, beautiful, yeah, beautiful, beautiful to see. You know
3: those family connections and those I, real I felt life that moments. Way
2: as as much as I, you know, I'm not a Chiefs fan or an Eagles fan. In fact, both teams have broken my Niners heart over the last couple seasons. But during the quote Kelsey Bowl, the Super Bowl last year, knowing that the mom had to console one of them because he lost, and the other one, honey, you won. Like, watching Donna Kelsey have the emotional high and love with her two behemoth sons. I was like, no, that's it's what a cool... It's in, in the human heart. What a, what a mom-kid moment. Then you start looking at your wife and your son, and you're like, oh, my, my, what if my son's a big dude one day, and mom's... Yeah, it gets you thinking, man. That call reminded me of uh, another
3: legendary moment, Rich. It was the... Um it was the 1984 All Valley Championship, and this kid, Daniel LaRusso, pulled out this yeah. crazy victory. Like, no one thought he was going to fight. And they're like, Daniel LaRusso's going to fight. And he came out and he beat Johnny Lawrence, who was a former champ. But then the camera pants to Mr. Miyagi, his trainer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Miyagi was there, like, just proud. And, and when you see the proud look on his face, like, it just hits you right in the yeah, heart.
2: Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of another time in sports history. Danny G, do you remember when. Uh Jake Taylor called his home run shot, and he yes. ended up yeah, bunting. That was a good one. He ended up bunting <laughs> and beat it oh. out, and then then he found the the love of his life in the stands, and he, yeah, and he made good. eye contact and, and they kissed. you.
5: how does that not uh, hit you in the heart, man? Oh, look at the time. The show's almost over.
2: Uh, let's go to Daniel in Vegas. What's up, Daniel? We're talking about trigger moments in sports. What what gets you emotional? What moment?
8: Well, you you stole my bar, uh Monday night after his dad passed. I was young. I didn't really get emotional but the powerful you know moment that was still sticks with me to this day um Kobe's final game just watching everybody get him the ball and and knowing what it meant for him even though their season was over oh. that was huge yeah that's awesome. but, but yeah. the one that made me blubber um I don't know if you remember a few years back Aaron Jones was uh Aaron Jones was playing and uh he had his dad's uh, ashes on in around his neck and he lost it and one of the employees went and found it and and it was just a, a huge moment that made me super yeah. emotional.
2: No, you're getting emotional now. I can hear it. it the Emotions in sports. It's a That's thing. why we love it, man. Yeah, that's it. Your kids look at you like, are you okay, Dad? You're like, I'm yeah, fine. I'm fine. <sighs> well, dude, Camino, let me go rapid fire two more and then we'll sure. get to uh, some playoff football and some midweek major. Chris in Illinois. What's up, Chris? Hey, how are you guys
12: doing? Hey. 137, hanging tight. Um, So maybe a little bit of an unknown moment. You know Jermaine O'Neal, the NBA All-Star? His daughter, Asia O'Neal, plays for Texas for their volleyball team. They just repeated as the national champion for volleyball, she has endured two open-heart surgeries, one as a baby and one in the middle of her sophomore year. And she had the game of her life, was the player of the game, and she aced the final point to win the national championship. And they panned over to him and his face. And, oh, my God, I just started bawling. I'm, like, watching it with my daughter. And I'm, like, she starts bawling. I start bawling. Then they show her go into the crowd, and he's holding her. And you're, like, we're just sobbing, you know, watching it. And, like, this was a week ago. And – it's kind of an unknown thing because people don't really follow college volleyball. You don't hear about it like you do football and that. But those are huge moments. And, I mean, he was just so proud of his daughter. That's so,
3: so awesome. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I didn't see that, but I totally felt your, your emotional roller coaster
2: describing it. That was great. When you when you see you know it is when you watch a fight too. You ever see the emotions of the wife sitting ringside when oh, like a like Apollo Creed, dude, war? dude, like when Apollo Creed got <laughs> killed in Rocky IV – or the, Jinky Pacquiao. Th- th- I was gonna say the real version of that for me was <laughs> when uh, Juan Manuel Marquez knocked out Manny Pacquiao, like knocked him out cold. They panted Jinky Pacquiao in the stands, in the right there ringside. And I felt all
5: types of weird because she was like,
2: Manny, man, like losing her yeah,
5: mind. And I remember was scary, Ooh,
2: scary
3: well, moments.
5: Man. Yeah. Rich, very scary. Rich, one of your former Niner quarterbacks, how about the whole Alex Smith comeback story? Oh my When goodness. you saw what happened to the infection and just yep. how big his knee swolled up to and when you saw him story. When man. you saw
2: him get back on the field, that was emotional, man. Emotions are a part of sports. It hey, listen, fan is short for fanatic. We are fanatics. We, you know, the reality is like when my wife said, "Yeah, Christmas yep. night was a little ruined because the Niners lost." That's sad and real all at the same time, right? We put a lot of heart and emotion into the teams we root for and the the players we vest our time watching. And when these emotional moments happen, they hit you, man. It's the truth. I'm, and, and on a on a lighter note, we're talking about parents of athletes. This isn't like an emotional one, but did you see the guy? This this is not new. It's like a year ago, but it made the rounds on social media again. You see that clip where the guy in the Chargers looks up at the scoreboard and he's like, "Wait, that's my dad."
3: Yeah, that's the. Best. And his dad's yeah. the guy yeah. like cheering
2: on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait that's a minute, hilarious. that's my dad.
3: That's a great one. I All love right. that clip.
2: Uh, where do we, I want to go to? Paul, Paul, you're on in Northern Cali. Danny, I can't say. Is it
8: Northern? Yeah, Canada? Northern okay. California. What's up, Paul? Hey, I. This takes me back. I get emotional every time I talk about it. When Big Poppy made that speech in Boston after the marathon,
2: yo, and he's that, like, we, we, and he goes, Where F effing Boston," yeah, and he drops yeah. the F bomb, yeah. yo. That was straight yeah. up emotions for sure, this man.
3: Great, man, great, great moments. It really is, and and I'm glad we could uh, applaud them. And all admit. Put our our macho manliness aside for a minute. And say, Ooh, he also, from
5: a tragedy, the dub uh, throwing out that first pitch. We talk about that a lot on our show. Perfect strike with the uh, the vest, the bulletproof vest uh, on. Yeah, dude. Time, after that was incredible.
2: after nine eleven, when George W. Bush threw a perfect strike, that was. I mean, come on. The timing, what it meant in the in that moment, like uh, believe it or not, like a show of power and and poise.
3: And and not to downplay the incredible moment, but that was
5: only second to the Queen when she threw the screwball to Reggie Jackson. Also also one more I was thinking about and this goes with covers too, because she famously covered Dolly Parton with I Will Always Love You. How about when Whitney Houston sang that very memorable national anthem before the World Dude, Se- uh, the, I'm sorry, sure. before the Super Bowl. Oh,
2: for I thought you sure. I think you were gonna say when Fergie sang at the NBA All Star <laughs> Game. No. Oh, no
5: yeah, Remember? That that triggered something. No. I don't know what. Remember how emotional everyone got. That triggered though, confusion. At the end of Whitney Houston's rendition of that. They even Without released it as a single. Yeah.
3: Yep. Without a doubt. wasn't a dry eye uh, in the building. Yeah, you, well, were, you, you loved Roseanne a bit. I loved Roseanne's yeah.
5: rendition. Yeah, I bet you did. Rose I
3: Roseanne. love uh, Enrico Palanzos, his, his <laughs> that, was, that was a really good one, two too. Naked, two naked gun references. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, let's go. One last call to Brad, B-Rad in Des Moines. What's up, Brad? Kavino and Rich in Hey, Dan. how you
8: doing? I, uh, I'm i in Iowa now, but I lived in SoCal for 32 years. 69 years old, one, a newly svelte 195. Okay. Yeah. I was I was in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace Outdoor Stadium for the Roberto Duran Marvin Hagler undisputed middleweight title fight. Wow. Susan Anton sang the national anthem, and I'd seen Paul Anka and her the night before in the Caesar's Palace showroom. So the fight goes on, unbelievable, fifteen rounds of furious action. It was even through 14, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, and Hagler won the 15th round, and that's the way I had it, too. About four hours later, we wander out to the empty stadium, walk back in a different entrance, and at a restaurant with open walls to the walkway, here's Roberto Duran and his entourage sitting at a table. I saw him. I went right over. I said, muy buen amor, so gracias. And I, he kind of waved his hand, and I looked at one of his hands. I said, you broke your hand. He says, you see, I asked what round. He broke his hand in the fifth round, and that fight went 15 rounds.
3: I- yeah.
5: That's crazy. The
3: emotions. And he, had hands, and he had hands of stone. So, yeah, incredible moment because you see the human side of it, right? So thank you guys again for sharing your story. Thanks for the call. And we appreciate you guys
2: hanging out with us. I got For really me. emotional. Let me give you one more, Camino. I got very emotional sure. when uh, Antonio Brown ripped off his jersey and ran off the oh, field. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, that yeah, his, was, his goodbye. Really hit
3: me right in the heart, man.
2: Oh, man. How emotional <laughs> just walking Rich, out. Of, yeah,
5: I don't know if you know this, but only he and MJ went out on top.
2: Oh yeah, according yeah. to Antonio Brown on social media, <laughs> the only two players that ever went out at the top are him and Michael Jordan.
3: By the way, and have you guys been following him on Twitter, on social media, on X?
5: It's like a like, parody account. Now. It
3: is. He's just dropping bars. He is just throwing out some randomness. It's phenomenal. It Really, is poetic. You gotta
2: <laughs> let it be known
3: when you're done following at Covino and Rich. You gotta follow AB just for the pure comedy of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it. He does provide. He does provide. Like I can't most- even say the things he's saying on Fox News Radio.
3: Yeah. You got to read it for yourself. It's it's hilarious. He's one of the kings of comedy. It's it's Steve Harvey, uh, Cedric. It's it's uh, D L uh, Hughley and now uh,
2: A B. Yeah, who knew who knew he was that funny? All right. Well, hey, listen. Coming up, we're gonna get to midweek major. That is where our buddy Spot breaks down all the stories in sports and entertainment, and we let you know. Hey, do we think they're mid? average? Do we think they're major? Do we think they stink? Well, we'll get to all that. So midweek or major, uh, since it is Wednesday, the middle of the week, and we will get to these teams that are on the playoff bubble. Who's going to deliver? I, you, I want everyone in this studio to think about it. Who of these seven and eight, eight and seven type of middle of the road teams is going to really step it up week 17 and 18 and make a push because Danny G your Raiders, have a golden opportunity to go from totally out of the mix to winning a wild card spot. We'll get to that. Coming up right here, Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick.
9: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app.
10: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying.
6: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
1: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Covino and Rich in for the great Dan Patrick.
3: Always a pleasure. Again, it's the Dan Patrick Hattrick, our first show. And after this, we do our Patreon. But please, subscribe to our podcast. Just search Covino and Rich. And we have a bonus podcast called Over Promise. Definitely check that out on the Fox Sports Radio YouTube page. You can listen. You can watch. And thank you guys for being interactive with us at Covino and Rich. Live from Mercedes-Benz Studios. Rich, I know we're done with the emotional triggers in sports. I hate the word triggers, period. But sports brings out emotion. It made me think of when we were at the Canelo-Charlo fight and we talked to the great Jim Lampley. About why he gets so emotional sometimes when he broadcasts.
2: Remember, he started crying on the spot. <laughs> I, I I felt good so, about making Jim Lampley cry. I, I felt I like was Barbara was in, Walters.
3: Yes, yeah, seriously. Like he just started blubbering, talking about how when you watch greatness and when you see these 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 people fighting their way out of poverty and 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 changing their families' lives forever and winning championships and knowing the storylines behind it. Like you know, that's what sports is all about. And if you missed that interview, man, it was one of the better ones. He just, he couldn't even keep it together. He's It was so cool to see, uh, but understandable as we break it down. But thank you again. That's all on our podcast at Covino and Rich. Definitely yeah, check yeah. that out.
2: Like Covino said, follow. It doesn't cost you anything. Just follow our Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio podcast. But uh, right now, it's time for something we call midweek major.
3: Let's go. Go, go, go. Hit it. The button. Let's go On the wall. On the wall.
2: Cavino yeah. yeah. and Rich
9: yeah. get you yeah. over the middle of the week with midweek major. major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports Quick. and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas, and yeah. it's like the kids say. That's so mid-week definitely major. CNR our scoring. midweek major. Oh.
5: That was nice. Too early for that. (laughs) Danny G's out of breath. It's early. When you hear the horns hit, you know you have made it to the middle of the week. Now, before I hand things over to the number one and only host of the segment, this is where we normally roll the big red love dice in the afternoon on our regular show. But we're in for DP and for the holidays. Covino is all the way over there on the east side. Yep. So I have the penny from Benny versus the penny. I don't know where that's been. Oh, Ben, is that? Mal- ben Malish Penny? It's yeah. not his ass Penny, is It is. It is. No, that's where he carries <laughs> it. Oh, no. All right, so, Rich, you're here in the studios. You're at home. You're going to call in the air. Ready? Heads or tails? Heads. This is for home court advantage in this game. It is heads. Oh, no! I, I'll,
2: uh, I'll receive. I'm not going to defer. <laughs> this is not a game. This is a uh, game, but this is a different type of
5: game. Oh, boy. All right, and now... Ladies and gentlemen, hey. the most famous person from Scotch Plains, New Jersey, Ooh. besides Judy Bloom, uh, Spotty Boy. Hey, guys. Hey, Spot. Happy Wednesday. Hope you had nice holidays. Um,
7: well, let's start off with the uh, the traditional story on a midweek major the last few months. these um, I mean, Certain fans of a, of a pop star, a certain pop star, have been on the hunt, and they're so ravenous. You know how ravenous they are? They're looking at photos from two weeks ago of one tight end and his neck and how there's a red mark on his neck. So now and they're
2: saying Taylor Swift is given hickeys fans are speculating that Taylor Swift is given hickeys. There's a, the, uh, g- the game from December what is 17th. This, so who's the, what is this? Who's the boss in the Hold 80s? On, this is what? some dollars in the, in the yeah. I, I don't it's care. Two uh, dollars in it's, the punish jar. It. Yeah. Fans I are looking at photos for what you're
7: saying. from the December 17th game where there's a red mark on, on uh, Travis's, I believe, right neck. And you can see it clear as day. You know, obviously when you're playing the game, you might get bruised, bumped, but the fans are saying could be a hickey midweek or major. It's the most mid-story of all time. That's Uh,
11: so
2: mid. As as, uh, Tony Maselli would say in the 80s, Samantha, is that a hickey? Travis, is that a hickey? Is that a hickey? hickey? Get out of here. Angela, Mona, Travis. I'll be honest. Is that a hickey? I'll I'll tell you this, though. Makes me think uh, Taylor in the bedroom, huh? Hey. But $20 now. Same. Same. I I think it's a mid story, but I do enjoy them as a couple watching the Swifty and Kelsey parents in the booth mingling on Christmas Day was a nice story. And if you can't look back at 2023 and say, hey, it's a nice story then I think you're a Scrooge. You're a Jacob Marley. Come on. I'm I actually on. disagree with Rich.
3: This is major. This is a major story. definitely
2: major. Because <laughs> I'm I'm now sizing up my
3: relationship and I'm questioning everybody else's. I'm thinking to myself, I mean who's giving hickeys? Are we in junior high school? Like to me that's like so odd. But I applaud it because I'm like, wow, they're that into each other. They're that into each other where they're giving it. Rich, when's the
2: last time you got a hickey or gave a hickey? A, a, long, a long time ago. I want, Do you think Taylor's got like bite marks on her butt? Guys Not, to, I mean, what are they doing? You guys need to I, step it up. You got hickeys? I mean, $30 dollars now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, Please I just, stop. I just feel like it, it, it really shows the passion level of what's going on if this story's true. Because I haven't given or have heard of
2: a hickey since...
7: Junior high school. All right. Next story spot. All right. uh, I'll squeeze in one more Kelsey story, not a Swift story. Um, So the Kelsey brothers may be taking their talents to the WWE, at least at the hopes of The Miz, Mike The Miz Mizanin. Um, The WWE star said he's been blowing up Travis's DMs. Perhaps he saw the uh, helmet throw this weekend Um, and think that the brothers would make the perfect tag team partners at the next WrestleMania and the next WrestleMania mania, I said mania. Next mania. WrestleMania is in Philly, so it's possible that it could be a little hey. home court thing. Um if you remember George Kittle entered the ring, went against the Miz, so we'll see. Possibly could be happening Dude, midweek Kittle, or major.
2: Kittle was great. McAfee was is fun when he does it. This the Snoop DO Double G got in the ring and gave the people's elbow. Listen, wrestling is sports entertainment. I, Logan Paul is showing his his athleticism. I think the Kelsey bros would be the best tag team since Demolition. I think they would be fantastic. Tag team wrestling sort of stinks to begin with, but you don't think the Kelsey's? That would be hilarious. I feel like
3: they're the best tag team since the Bushwhackers. They should come out with a routine. I actually find this to be a very major story as well. The Miz makes things happen. If you remember, the Miz was part of the real-world cast, and he was telling his castmates on MTV, I'm going to be in the WWE one day, and I'm going to be a wrestling champion. And look, he did it. He makes yeah. things happen. He brings out greatness in other people. He incorporates a lot of uh, athletes and random superstars into his act. And honestly, who better? Than, I could, I think the Kelsey brothers are a perfect fit for this.
2: Oh, I mean, think of the gimmick in the storyline to imagine, like, the, the the heel or someone makes fun of Taylor Swift and Travis has, a, has to defend her honor in the ring. Like, it, it could be a good storyline for yeah, Vince. Yeah, I, I think they'd be great at that.
7: All right. You mentioned uh, Dan Patrick getting the Simpson treatment earlier. Uh, Well, another person has gotten the honor and got a little uh, poking fun in the process. Um, After the recent college football cheating scandal in a recent episode, Bart, who's known for his uh, antics, is teaching a class intro to cheating 101. And he's teaching the class at the Jim Harbaugh Center for Competitive Imbalance. So it's more of an Easter egg than an appearance by Harbaugh himself. You can see it, it's a little title on the I'm building. But what, I, they're I, having I, fun with it midweek or major.
2: I, I think it's major. Anytime The Simpsons gives you some props, good or bad. I like we said last week, it's sort of like South Park, maybe uh Howard Stern back in the day, Saturday Night Live, when someone parodies you that means you're doing something. Doing something. I like it. I think it's fun.
3: I don't think it's weak. I think it's more mid than anything. No one's really talking about the that's Simpsons something. that much anymore. So even though it's still a compliment and an honor to be acknowledged, like, when's the last time you really watched the Simpsons except for little snippets on social media? Yeah, that's true. Good point.
7: Rich, you'll uh, you'll appreciate this one. Um, you're not the only one affected by Purdy's poor performance this weekend. So follow me here. A better placed a preseason bet in July for $2,000 for Brock to win the MVP. The, it was a hundred to one odds with a payout of two hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Four days before this weekend's really poor performance. This is the best cash out of all time. No, so the oh, guy, I yeah, the this. guy went on um, a site called Prop Swap to sell the bet for hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, dude. So he, the somebody, purchased it for 100000 hundred. So when it was swapped out, the odds of um, pretty winning minus one sixty-two. Now they're plus six hundred. It was not only the biggest sale in the history of the site, but also the biggest waste of money. The better actually came forward anonymously, but spoke to, I believe, the New York Post. He, he's described as an Ivy League grad in his 30s, said he's zen about the bet, and he still believes that if Purdy has a strong performance to finish out the year. No, nah, it's not it's, uh, Purdy's over. It's, Purdy's
2: over. Okay. This is this is a major story because it's, it's what we should all do which is not be dummies when it comes to gambling and know how and when to walk away. Danny G, you've seen me in Vegas at the roulette table, the craps table. A lot of people, including myself, never
5: know when to walk away. It's the truth. This guy no. said And even when you walk away, you constantly run back, I go back. to see if your numbers oh, hit for somebody else. Where's you know,
2: Rich? Where's Rich? Oh, he's at
6: the roulette table. Yeah. Let's see what
2: numbers just Dude, there this guy put a two thousand dollar bet, and instead of saying, I'm gonna play it out for two hundred thousand dollars, he said, Yo, you offer me a hundred and twenty-five K for an early cash out. Our buddy Mark Cavino had a player profit over the weekend and he hit me up and he said he had one of those where it's ten dollars to win like eight grand. He needed ETN to get a touchdown for the Jags. And I said, dude, cash out. He was offered 1200 dollars by the site he was on. And he said, I'm gonna play it out. Guess what? Didn't score a touchdown. One zero dollars. No, so- this is
3: this is major. I agree with you. In life, in life, you gotta know when to fold them. And it's kind of like when you go on social media and you see what your ex is up to and you look at him and you're like, you know what? I got out just in time.
2: <laughs> I got out. Just By the way, did you make that up? No one to hold them, no one to fold them? I did, yeah. That's no true. one to walk away, no one to run. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah you it's made a that great, up. great <laughs> feeling, and
3: this You've is a great example that. of that.
7: Always right. said that. Spot, you
2: have any more? One more or what?
7: Uh, yeah, I could squeeze in yeah, one yeah, more. Keep, yeah, um, keep giving it, keep, Yeah, I'll keep giving it. We fun. have some time, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if, uh, speaking of bets, I don't know if anybody put a preseason bet on the Orange Bowl. Well, it's falling apart. Um, it takes place this Saturday, uh, but you might want to just skip it this year. After all, most of the FSU roster is skipping it as well. Um, Despite FSU's perfect 13-0 record um, and winning the ACC, they were left off the college football playoff. We know that's the whole thing going on. There's a lawsuit into the whole thing with the ACC. But um, since they're not in the running for the national championship, 23 of their 44 first and second string players have opted out to play, including 15 starters including the quarterback who took over good. for the injured Jordan Travis, who's entered the um, the transfer portal. So the Bulldogs also have some players that are opting out, but they're saying this is just going to be a disaster, a blowout. Uh, it's probably not even worth watching midweek or major. I,
2: th- I think this is major, major, major. Yeah, no, you know what it shows? It shows that the playoff means something, and it shows that the NCAA is doing a good thing by next year, expanding to finally the 12 teams. Florida State was undefeated. They did everything they could have done. I'm not saying they should have been one of the four teams. In fact, I-, I agree that they were left out and it was the right move. But how do you then expect those guys to play a meaningless game? Like a meaningless game on the highest level? <coughs> Excuse me. Get choked up. <coughs> I'm getting choked up here. It's meaningless. They're 20 point underdogs because no one's playing. It's, it's their way of saying F you to the, to the people that left them out. Major,
3: major F you, so yeah, I agree with Rich. Everything Rich said, major. And Definitely would you say twenty-three major. of the forty-four not playing?
2: Yeah, that, yeah, that
7: says it all right there.
2: Not right. Spotty anymore. You uh, you
7: done? Uh, I mean, I can finish. Give me one can. more. Give me one more. Give me one more. Quickie. You know, what, what I'll you give you, I'll give you a kicker. How about that? Yeah. We all know we're all fans of uh, of the movie The Sandlot. It's been 30 years since the movie came out. Can you believe it? Wow, 30 years. Uh, well, the I, some of the iconic cast members were united for a two day charity event over the weekend to raise money for local youth sports. Um, uh, ones that came out were Smalls, yeah, yeah, Weeks, Timmons, and his brother. Um, no Hambino, unfortunately. No. Uh, was it Patrick Renna? Yeah, Patrick yeah, he Renna. didn't show up. But anyway, it was a two-day event, raised a ton of money. They had a movie screening, meet and greet, celebrity softball game, and the writer, director, and the guy who narrated the film, um, David Mickey Evans, was there uh, to organize it. I they think that's cool. Major. I
2: think it's. Uh, I think it's. It's. I don't think it's any of those things. I think it's just nice. How about that? Okay.
7: Nice that they all ah. got together, raised
3: some <laughs> money. We hey, raising money is great. That's, that's is great. when the when the lead singer of the band isn't there, weak. And the lead singer is the great Hambino. You can't have the, you can't say cast of the Sandlot
2: without the Hambino there.
7: Sorry. Know. What was he doing? Dancing on TikTok?
2: Yeah. yeah. What is
7: he doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's
2: the star of that crew. That's a good point. Thank you, Spotty, for All Midweek Major. You're welcome. Thanks, now, guys.
3: I want you guys to think about. That's like telling me Cobra Kai was there, but Johnny Lawrence wasn't. Get
2: out of here. <laughs> That's a good point. Wow. That's like telling me the Foo Fighters showed up, but Dave Grohl was not there. Wow. Beat it. Hey, the Sandlot was there, but no Hambino.
3: Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Could have been a great story.
2: Man. Now, I want you to think about what NFL, quote, bubble team you think has a shot. I'm not saying a shot at the Super Bowl, but who's going to squeak in that you thought didn't have a chance at all? Because Danny G's Raiders, if you do the math and you start looking at these playoff simulators and calculators, and but the Raiders right now, If they beat the Colts this coming weekend, their odds of making the playoffs go up substantially. So, let's go with some of the key matchups for this weekend. It's already Wednesday, so you might be like, already? Yeah, already. Tomorrow's Thursday. It feels like a Monday.
1: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.